Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. I had to laugh when I watched Night at the Museum 2 with my kids recently. They added so many little humorous things that only history buffs would appreciate. Like in one scene, Ivan the Terrible of Russia complained about his nickname. Ivan the Terrible, oh, he was so terrible. People call me Ivan the Terrible when the correct translation is Ivan the Awesome. I would argue in today's vernacular, both would be a little bit off. He was called Ivan the Terrible because he struck terror in the hearts of his enemies. But we use the word terrible now to mean awful, extremely bad, or incompetent. And the word awesome is used in today's society to mean extremely good, when it used to mean extremely impressive, inspiring great admiration, apprehension, or fear. So at some point, terrible and awesome were synonyms, yet we now use them as opposites. Sheesh, the English language, go figure. So when we use the King James Version of the Bible, we need to be careful about the wording. Some words just don't mean what they used to mean. In Nehemiah 1.5, when he prayed, the King James Version and several others say, Lord God of heaven, the great and terrible God. The New King James Version calls him the Lord of Heaven, great and awesome God. Now, neither one really means awesome or terrible in the common vernacular. One translation says greatly to be feared. Another says awe-inspiring. Now, those sum it up a little better. Another time in Nehemiah when he calls the Lord great and terrible, another translation uses glorious. I like that too. This combination of great and terrible is used throughout the Old Testament, but I first noticed it in Nehemiah. He started out his prayers with it, in holy awe of God's majesty and glory. He is to be worshipped and feared by all people, and his wrath is a good reason to fear. I'll have to admit that that's not the first quality of God I think of when I pray. I'm more likely to go with him being the God of love, comfort, power, or righteousness. But he is also God the awesome, God the terrible, God greatly to be feared. And when we come to him, we need to approach him in humility, reverence, and awe. Sometimes we call this the high view of God. Omnipotent, omniscient, sovereign. We should never attempt to come to God as if we're equals. We're not, and we never will be. He's the creator. We are his creation. In both of the recorded prayers in Nehemiah, He identifies God as the awesome and terrible God, but also as one who keeps his covenant and shows mercy. So as he prayed, Nehemiah had a good, balanced view of who God is. He is over-amazingly powerful and controls everything, and at the same time, he loves us and keeps his promises. In fact, it's because he's an awesome and terrible God that he is able to keep his promises to us. As Jeremiah said in Lamentations, it's only because of the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, because his compassion never fails. He has every right and definitely plenty of power to strike us dead when we sin. But because of his great love for us, he doesn't. Aren't you thankful for the love of our awesome and terrible God? You can contact us at 
treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also.